Hi everybody, we have got a slightly unusual episode coming for you today, which happened a little bit just on the fly. Would that be a fair way to put it? I think that would be very fair. So um, last week Louise was in London because she was delivering a painting for an exhibition. So it was a long way to come down down from Yorkshire and back up again. So I said, come and come and stay for the night. She survived a night in our luxurious spare bedroom. How was that? <laughs> That was fantastic, actually. It was like a camp bed, a little camp bed. I don't even know what it was made of. And it was the comfiest bed. It was wonderful. Well, we were here all in one place and um, we just thought it would be quite fun just to record the conversation, just like what we were discussing, really. So we came up to have a look at the studio, uh, my old studio in my house. And then we went off to have a look at the new studio. So the sound quality is just us on a phone. Um, there is going to be a short video clip of this on YouTube. And if you come over to the show notes, there are lots of links. There are kind of technical kit that we talk about in there. Uh, we will put all of those links in the show notes. And we will all, I will also put, there'll be more photographs on the blog posts about it on both of our websites. So if you, if you want to see what we're talking about, you can do that at louisefletcherart.com and alicesheridan.com and look in the podcast section for episode 60. But before we get into that, just tell us a little bit about what was this piece that you were delivering? So it was a black and white um, piece on paper. The show is a watercolour exhibition, but anything on paper created with water-based media was eligible. And I, somebody was asking me, why did you choose this painting to submit? And I realised the true answer is that I was a little bit uncomfortable about it. It was a bit vulnerable for me. Uh, it got a very good reaction from everyone who saw it but it still felt vulnerable to me. And so when I was going through my pieces on paper, there were some I was more comfortable with. They felt safer. This one felt a bit more out on a limb. And I just thought, well, maybe that's the right one to submit. So, so it's um, a large black and white, entirely black and white piece in mostly acrylic ink with some acrylic paint and pencil and mixed media and it's way too big to have submitted to an exhibition that far away. <laughs> so it took quite a bit of lugging across London. And if I have to come and pick it up again, it's going to take quite a bit of lugging back again. But, but I'm really pleased with it. Because yes, it, get it was. It was because it has. I So I went on the website to send a link to my mum who said, what were you doing in London again? She's totally forgotten. She's so involved in what I'm doing. So I went to get the link to send it to her and I noticed it had little notes underneath my painting which said judge's choice from two different judges. So of course, being completely non-competitive, I immediately scrolled through to see who else got that. <laughs> And there were a few other paintings chosen for that. I have no idea what it means. There's no indication on the website what it means or why. There, were, there was another person with two, and, and so there's two of us with two of these. So I feel like that's really vindication for me choosing the slightly scary painting. And I was saying that to my group this morning. You know, it's, it, 
maybe the the vulnerable ones when well, we were talking about that in your studio the ones that feel a bit on the edge maybe they're always the ones to to go with yeah so anyway that opens tonight well it will have happened by the time this goes out but it's actually tonight our when we're recording and I can't be there for the opening of course but I'm very excited because I have never had a painting in an exhibition like this in a gallery with proper white walls and the whole you know people with wine milling around so it's very exciting and so and then we're of course we're going to cross our fingers that the two judges awards mean that somebody buys it takes it home very happy and you don't have to come back and collect it exactly not because I won't have to see you again but it saves you yeah exactly I'm very hopeful of that and yes I the only thing is and this is uh, for everybody listening also to be aware of I, I put my application in in a rush at the very last minute on the last day and I just pulled a price out of thin air and I didn't price it properly it's too cheap and I know that now and when I uh, when I was told I was accepted, I had to write and say, I'm sorry, but what price did I give you? Because I'd completely forgotten. And when they told me how much, I went, oh, really? So I won't be that sad if I have to go get it because they do feel it's a bit underpriced. But yeah, if you're anywhere near the London area, there's a bargain painting to be had in a beautiful frame. <laughs> you just need to go to Bankside Gallery between March 6th and the 18th to grab it so here's the conversation we had as i say bear with us on the sound quality but we hope that the kind of natural nature of this more than makes up for it here we go so who painted this one i think it's somebody called karen griffiths let me just check it was a affordable art fair purchase a couple of yeah karen griffiths New York Curves. Oh, it's just cute, isn't it? It's small. It but, you know, I bought it at a time where I like it's tiny. Some of it's got these tiny little bits, but overall it's just simple shapes, you know? Yeah. It's, but she knows what she's doing, you know, where to place things. Yeah. Anyway, do you want a cup of tea? Yes, please. Too early for biscuits. Up the stairs. So yes, this lovely big wide spacious. Full of kids' books. Houses. Piles of kids' books that are on their way out. Then it gets narrower for the servants. It, it was a servant room, yeah, you think. Yeah. You think it was a servant room. Although it, put them at the top. Yeah, although it did always have this little fireplace in, which is quite cute. But you would have had three servants up here then. No, this, what didn't exist? This was a little box room. Ah. And this was just attic space. Ah. So, yeah. So this, last time I came here, this was open, spacious, paintings on the walls. Yeah. You were working in here. Now, it's, well, it's like a film studio. <laughs> it's like, it's like a YouTuber there's the YouTuber studio and there's yeah. the film studio and it's got big lights with umbrellas and it's very professional looking. Yeah, there has been more kit purchased recently on Amazon. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it, what you can get on Amazon? Yeah. All you have to do is Google it, look, it gives you recommendations of what other people chose. 
So this little ring light is just, that's just what I use if I'm doing live calls to my group or something. And then I thought it would be helpful. Actually, that slightly bigger one, it doesn't give a huge amount of light, but that came in a kit with this overhead arm for holding, holding a phone camera overhead. This setup of the, so there's a setup of webcam, phone holder, and ring light all on clips, clipped to a yeah. table, overlooking another table. It's very, it looks complicated. But you could do that in front of, if you had your table in front of a set of shelves, you could clip on, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, or you could create a kind of a box ledge thing that somehow stood up from it. Yeah, all but, you need is something to fasten those things to. But what I found was, with the webcam, when it was... Can you see how it's on that fold-out stand thing that, yeah. that came with that with yeah. that clamp? If you put the webcam on the way it automatically goes, it kind of films everything upside down a bit. So last year when I was doing CVP, because I didn't want things upside down, I wanted people to be able to see it from my viewpoint. So I did all my demonstrations with that metal arm between between my <laughs> arms working around oh, it. That's why when Nick does them on when he yeah. did it on the free workshop, it was always the wrong way up. Yeah. And I thought it was Because odd. because that's the logical way to do it. You put your clamp on the other side, but for some reason I couldn't get it high enough. So having this on a slightly higher ledge actually yeah. helps helps to get it up on a slightly higher ledge but that's you know that's an advantage then of the floor being wonky isn't it and what's the see this explains why the ring lights work so well for you and they really don't for me because you're using them in a room that's already got good light whereas nowhere in my house in winter has good light Apart so i'm the using other day, it to I make did a live up stream or... to the group and it was it was live it was light in the afternoon and it got progressively like dark nice <laughs> and I was like okay now it actually looks like I'm sitting in a cave but yeah you're not using them to compensate for light in the room you're using them to even out the light on your face yeah whereas for me it's trying to it's having to compensate for all the light in the room yeah and spotlights are difficult because you get a very direct downlight with a yeah. spotlight that's that's always hard but I think all of this kit thing like what was the first thing that I bought the first thing were these daylight bulbs with the umbrella, yeah, which were about forty pounds for a set. Are they Amazon. For, did you get those for for painting or for photographing or filming or what were they for originally? I bought them for photographing finished work. Right. So the ones they came with this white umbrella and with a kind of silver grey reflective umbrella, which kind of reflects the light back off. And I used them got them for photographing finished work but actually what I found was particularly these white filtered ones in the winter when the light's really bad it helps not just that it helps you see your colors better when it gets to that mid-afternoon gloom but it helped my energy levels right you know it, oh interesting it, yeah I didn't get that mid-afternoon slump of feeling tired yeah. because the light's gone yeah so I did used to just have them on in the room in the winter just because it helped but they take up a lot of space yeah um and then i've bought ones with box lights which are also quite bulky they're now in the other studio and then recently i've just tried these led ones which are they, they were significantly more expensive i think they were 140 pounds for a pair i've i think i've just bought that exact same thing and it's been in a cowboy box yeah. for two months because when something comes that needs putting together 
I just instantly recoil and it just sits there. It doesn't need that so much that's what pudding it will together. Look like you just need to pop it up on the stand and put one screw in I place. keep saying to the builder who's doing my studio, yeah, I haven't managed to get those out yet, hoping he'll... Although, this little filter thing that goes over the top, which doesn't sit very flat, as you can see, I had to cut a hole in the bottom to get the... Oh, yeah. To get the pole up. I think maybe it was supposed to be not stitched at the bottom. Right. But they're made somewhere. Yeah. Where, you know. But it does the job. And what's nice about that is you can adjust the lightness of the yellow and the white settings. So there was an even fancier version where you could do that with a remote control. But I just thought I'd lose the remote control. Yeah, definitely didn't get the remote control. No, don't get the remote control because you'll put it down yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and it'll go missing. So. Yeah, oh, so I, maybe I will unpack it when I get home. Cause so that's, that's really cool. yellow. Changes light, changes warm, from warm to cool. Yeah, and because you can adjust them both independently, you see that's totally cool. Yeah. But it's quite nice. Yeah. And it just takes up a little bit less space than the box light. Yeah. You know, none of this is really necessary at the beginning. At the beginning... I would just shoot in front of a window, yeah. facing a window if there was yeah. anything, or photographing work. Yeah. Or... You, it's like all this stuff, you just keep getting better at it. So then you add a new thing when you realise what you need. You start off with just a phone, a little tripod Yeah, and maybe, sometimes and it. it takes you an awfully long time, and then when you eventually do it, you swear at yourself and think, why didn't I do... Yeah, like that. That's laptop nice. riser. Yeah. So, so you can type on it here, because I have my laptop on boxes... Yeah. When I'm recording. Hence the shoe and box then I have to reach like this to yeah. type. The yeah. shoe box yeah. that's still <laughs> sitting there. Yeah, yeah, propped up on shoe boxes and piles yeah, of books exactly. that used to get carried around everywhere. Because otherwise your head's down and you get all kind of cramped up. And your podcast microphone is very fancy. So did the muffler thing, that didn't come with the mic because you bought the mic when the, I bought my mic. The mic we bought separately and then the arm I bought as a as a next stage with and the it muffler. came with that yeah um, the arm came with the muffler so see, the, again you so you, you don't have to crouch to down together didn't you we you only screw, screw that, that bit on yeah. that's not so bad it means getting out a screwdriver though doesn't no, it no you just twist the little knobby oh okay you can do that yeah twist yeah. the knobby <laughs> <laughs> it's a small thing it's as technical as we get so we're supposed to be talking about studio space yes but we're not actually in the studio at the moment no but what's interesting is this was supposed to be becoming my husband's study <laughs> yeah and where is he gonna fit in well at the moment the <laughs> no it's somewhere else but you know things just take over but again you know i'm painting frames at the moment some frames my framer does but you know actually i save a fair amount of money still by doing this myself yeah so it's worth doing and actually it's quite nice i tell you what is so lovely i was painting them yesterday and i thought how easy is this you just dip a paintbrush in paint and you just put it on nice yeah. and thick it's so satisfying yeah. isn't it that and you can't do it wrong and you can't get lost well, no. you can do it wrong but i know i was painting a bench at home and it's just so easy but it i think the other thing is i love doing like the surface finish and painting frames it's like you're completing the circle yeah it's like gessoing even when i have um canvases i like to put something on it first oh, do you yeah i hate gessoing 
it's, it's just beginning the process. I want to get going and it's like, oh, I've got to put this white stuff on and then I've got to wait and I put it off and then I can't start because I've put off the first part. Oh no, I like it. It's I almost like a meditation. You could have gessoed them last night when I went to bed. <laughs> and I could have taken them back home with me. But doesn't it make you feel like, oh, I'm going to do paintings on one of these? I get all excited. It makes me feel like I can't wait to get to the point where I'm going to feel okay. excited. But now I have to do this dreary. But I do like painting the frames or the edges. I don't like cleaning up the edges because I make a horrible mess of the edges and then have to clean them up. So I think this one... I'm not that this bad. Is this is a canvas or a board. This is a canvas. Oh, yeah. Look here, I've left some of the edge yeah. where it's gone really thick. I haven't painted over that. Yeah. Um, but was this all messed up or was there no mess on here? No, that's as messed as it gets. Wow. There's dribbles nice. and things, but it doesn't end up being really thick. Oh. I think that reflects badly on me. It's one of your little... Well, I think some people like to see the messy edges. It's so personal, isn't it? But I think with this one, with the gap, it worked better. This is a problem for me with canvases on these bigger ones because on the boards, I just used to sand the edges down until they were clean and then yeah. paint them. But on canvases, I don't know what I'm going to do. So you could build up of messy. Can you not still sand? And if you're doing it with a Probably. mouse or a sander, you're only going to be sanding the paint off. Yeah, I'm just going to have to be more careful because with the wood, you can just go all the way back and. Some people tape the edges before they begin, but that's what I don't have the patience for, you see. Though. That's the bit that I don't have the pre-planning and patience yeah. for. I'm going to have to do it with canvases, though, because I was looking and making a real mess. And also, the other thing that's always slightly worried me about taping the edges, especially if you get a lot of paint that's gone from the surface down the edge, what happens if when you peel it off, it lifts off some of the paint that is on the front face? Yeah. That worries me more than touching up the edges at the end. Yeah. But different options. But, yeah, more tables and things up here. No painting space. But this is how it used to be. I used to have a an old piece of worktop. Before I saw it. Yeah. So before a year ago. Yeah. So it went from working small on tables to working big. And now... And, and then feeling it's not big enough and you've got to... Yeah, we'll go and have a look at that one in a minute. Yeah. But I think the thing the thing about painting frames here at home is that because of the travel time to studio, when you're at this finishing stage where sometimes you need to do a layer, leave it, do a layer, leave it, do yeah. it. It doesn't fit so well currently yeah. with the studio travel. So I'm going to bring a whole load back today to do all the. I was going to say, do you waxing. bring the paintings to see what they look like in frames? If you've got the frames here and the paintings there. Or are you okay uh, well, with Well, yeah, I was swearing at my husband the other day because he'd gone off with the car and I was trying to carry this painting on a big blowy day on the <laughs> tube and I was like, fuh, 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 this is so annoying, why can't you just leave the car with me? But the car at the moment going to the studio is not working so well because of roadworks. But yes, I suppose ultimately if, if I just have one day a week and I get organised about whether I need to bring things to or fro. But, and it's a big deal actually because I miss... I miss taking a painting. I used to carry a painting out of my studio and just look at it downstairs. Yeah. And then you could see straight away, it's not just putting it in a home context. It's putting it in any different context, I think. Yeah, exactly. Just seeing it somewhere else. Yeah. Suddenly you go, oh, or, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely done. 
And I also like being able to pop them in and out of frames to see how they look. So I, have I do have a small frame at the there. studio for that reason, for the smaller ones. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that helps with the smaller ones. And actually this week when we were busy and I hadn't been there for, I think, an entire week, and there were some in the back of my mind, and I think I didn't have recent photographs on them on my phone, and I was thinking, oh, I've still got to finish that one and that one and that one and that one. And then I walked back in on Saturday, and I was like, oh, that one's done. Oh, that's good. I was like, oh, good, okay, quickly <laughs> varnish it before yeah. you change your mind, because my immediate reaction was, that's fine. Yeah. So that's perhaps another way of yeah. doing it, is just making sure you... Being away is that distance? from it does help in that sense. Yeah. I will, ne I will never know that because mine's going to only be just across the driveway even when it's finished so I'm not really that far away from them and I can still bring them backwards and forwards I think what would be really nice if you've got the space and what I hope to do in the space so if you're not working at home is to have one corner or one area of the studio where you've got something that's either more furniture sized or you can maybe paint a section of wall that's what I thought yeah. about because I'm having a bookcase and a chair in a yes. corner. And yes. I thought, what if I painted that section a nice yep. wall colour? Then I could photograph my work there and I could see it there. And even what you can do, if you paint the wall colour actually a neutral, if you if you know how to use Photoshop, you can set a filter you can change that background wall color so and you put it as set it as an overlay because then you get all the natural shadows as well, well. I don't, but Phil does so he could do okay. that for me yeah and then it's right by a window so I could also film there so if it was painted a nice color then I could film in front of it as well that could be my spot for everything could be my spot for hanging things photographing things filming when I'm talking so this goes back to how you use your the space that you've got isn't it mm. like we started off looking at all this kit but if you don't have the kit, the question is, look at, look at what you've got in that room and work around that. You know, not everybody wants to do filming, but having somewhere to photograph your work is important. Yeah. But that doesn't have to be in your painting studio. But in my case, see, in my house, it almost does. I only have one spot that's light enough, has a decent piece of furniture, doesn't look In your rubbish. hallway. Yeah, in yeah. the hallway where your painting's hanging. And even that's hard because there's a door behind you. You can't get back. So yeah. I was thinking if I got a nice chair for the studio instead of buying a cheap one, if I yep. got something nice, that can make a staged little area where I yep. can use for that because it's under a skylight by a window, be nice and light. And that's and where sometimes exciting. having one of these lights helps because if you've got, very often we have natural light from one side. Yeah. So just having a light like this helps balance side, it from yeah. the other side. Um, particularly if you're, usually it's okay because our brain kind of works it out when you've got a, a painting in situ. But if you're actually trying to take a photograph where you want it clean and light evenly, then you need to get it a bit balanced. Yeah. And that's, that's often what yeah. I do. So if I'm photographing finished work downstairs, I just have a light like this to even out from the other side. Because otherwise when you crop it, you can see... Yeah down one side but What's it's funny tricky. though making all these plans so i've got this completely empty space very unusual situation where you've got complete like you had recently blank canvas and i imagine this utopian society where you know i've got this little corner that's neat with the throw over the chair and i photograph my work and that corner over there and every and actually it's going to be like, look this. like in two weeks is this? i know there's stuff everywhere i know 
And it's gonna, and I'm gonna be feeling like it's too small, and I'm gonna to want to extend it. But that's the reality of it. And actually, this room is, you know, it's a little bit sad and neglected because it's not it was your mess, no, it was a space that I'd moved out of. We were gonna change it into something else, and I haven't. And actually, I think any space you need to come back to, and you know, give it a bit of love and attention. Yeah. So it needs that, and it's gonna get it this weekend. Actually, I'm going to get all this table space prepared. Um, because things build up otherwise that aren't relevant for you anymore. Yeah. And then it doesn't become a nice place that you want to go and work in. You go into it with that kind of yes. heart sinking That's feeling. That's what mine is feeling like at the moment. Yeah. Because I started to work on bigger canvases and there's no room for anything. And you go in and you trip over things. And it's just becoming, and no matter how hard I try and tidy up, there's nowhere to put anything. Yeah. And it's becoming, it's starting to feel like that. Yeah. Like, ugh, it's just a mess. And everywhere I turn, it's a mess. So I'm about ready. It's two weeks until I can put my start putting stuff in there. But assuming you didn't have a nice big new studio space to move into, what yeah. would you normally do at that stage where it's all beginning to get a bit claustrophobic? I'd, well, I, I guess one thing I wouldn't have done if I didn't have that big space is I wouldn't have started working as large as I have. I've got ahead of myself because I knew I had okay, a big space okay. coming. I wouldn't have done that because there's no room to store the stuff. But if I was going to, I think what I would do is we've got a little spare bedroom in our house that we don't use and I would have turned that into storage for all these bigger paintings and I would have had to carry them backwards and forwards and clear out and just get rid of all the junk, yeah. empty all the cupboards and get rid of every little bit that I don't really use and reorganise and maybe even get rid of the sofa that's in there because that takes up a lot of room. I think you have to look at what's in there and really question. Like, it's nice to sit down on the sofa, but is it really necessary? Yeah, it's like we don't have a proper spare room. Yeah. As you can vouch for, having just slept on a mattress very on the floor. Very <laughs> comfortable. It was very comfortable, I must say. I didn't As stir. Hanging over from <laughs> a teenage bedroom. But, but, you know, we thought at one point we did have a spare room and then we thought, well, how often do people actually come and stay in it? not very often yeah it's better that you're something that you use on a weekly basis yeah. than something that you use twice a year my brother-in-law is a musician what well, we call him that it's a bit of a joke in, in the family because he makes really awful sounding like <laughs> industrial noises he doesn't like music and he's got a whole studio set up to do this in but he kept saying to me whenever he'd come to visit why are you keeping that room over the garage for guests when you have guests about four times a year yeah. and you could be painting in there? Meanwhile, I was in a little closet and it, he was the one who encouraged me to I can't believe you painted move. in that little closet. Yeah, and because I was so small in my ambitions for myself. Yeah. And he kept saying, you could spread out in here, you can make it just what you want. And even when I did move in, it was very gradual how I spread yeah. into it. First there was a bed in the corner and I pushed the bed aside and just yeah. had a table. But that's the same as this room. This yeah. room was always supposed to be a general family study and it felt like even when I put a painting table up on the other side, it felt like I was taking over. And now the kids say kind of, you know, your stuff has taken over the whole house. Still. Yeah, cardboard. I can vouch for that, everybody. <laughs> cardboard box. Well, do you Every know what? Room, if there's if... paintings or cardboard or... <laughs> A, um, a cutting mat on the dining room floor. Yeah. Or, yeah I'm not very good at putting things away. But, you know, if big cardboard boxes come in, they're useful. I'm not going to throw them away. <laughs> I'm going to keep them. They get... You don't have a garage here, do you? No, yeah, no garage in London. No garage, garage, no cellar. Yeah. No yeah. outdoor shed that's big yeah. enough. So, yeah. 
you know, it does, it Mom's stacks up. the hair. But mum looks over. after the hair, so mum gets to do what she wants. That's always my excuse when Phil says, if I left my shoes lying around like that, you'd say, and I say, yeah, because I'm the one who tied it up, I'm allowed to leave my stuff. I do feel guilty about it sometimes, but then I think, you know, if I was working at home freelance on another job, okay, it might be a little bit more self-contained than this. Yeah. But you've still got to allow space but for I the things that so you do. Good. I don't know, I just think it's really good for kids to see... The, some of the kids I know, their parents are not happy in the things they do for a living. They're not fulfilled by them. And that's what they grow grow up seeing. Yeah. I think kids growing up seeing their mum doing something that she's both really successful at and really fulfilled by must be a good thing. And a few cardboard boxes are not as important as that. Well, I hope also that they see the ebb and flow in that, you know, they see that it gets really busy at certain times or pre-show times and then other times it's pure fun and sometimes I'm frustrated and there's tech stuff that's not working and it means supper's late because I'm swearing at the computer and but you keep going on it until you get the answer or you give up this is the choice isn't it you either keep going or you give up that's what we were talking about last night after a big gin and tonic (laughs) We were talking about that. You either have to push through it in painting and in business or yeah. you have to give up. Yeah. And, and if it wasn't an option for it, me, you see, because giving up meant going back to work for somebody else and yeah. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And I think that's often, that's the thing that kind of rocket fuels it. And, you know, now it's gone up a level. My husband's changing his work. That's yeah. quite scary. Yeah. It is quite scary. You know, but not because you know that you'll be fine. Well, you don't know, do you? I you don't know. You, oh, I think no. you have to trust. You I don't know. know. Looking at you, this is what my friend John says to me. He says, I know looking at you it will work out, but I know you don't know. Well, I know looking at you because what have you done so far that you haven't succeeded at when you decided? Probably lots of things. I just don't remember those so well. No, but in this art thing, since you decided to take it seriously... Oh, I've had art fairs that didn't go very well. Yeah, but, oh, I'm not saying it's all sunshine and roses, but you decided you wanted to make a certain amount of money from selling your art, and you did. Yeah. You decided you wanted to start a subscription website with no idea how to do that, and you did it. Yeah. And now it's thriving and people are waiting to get in. You took CVP, and now you're a coach for CVP just, what, three or four years later? You were asked to be a coach. So you haven't ever tackled anything since you started doing this as a job that hasn't in the long run worked out that doesn't mean you don't have a bad week or a bad so if you set your mind to right I'm going to build a business that provides for the family in x number of ways I just don't have any doubt at all that you would do that I think there's always doubt I think there's always doubt. I think we I always have it. Ask all, ask everybody listening. Does anybody listening have doubt that Alice can do this? Will do this? And I bet there's nobody who'd say yes. But I think it's very... This is the point, isn't it? That it's very different looking at it from the outside yeah. than what it feels exactly. like from you. Yes. And I think... I mean, you're right, all of those things have worked out. But if you asked me four or five years ago, what are you going to do to make this work? I had no idea. Yeah, same for me. So it's... And I still have no idea. It's like we were talking yesterday about showing this work. So I'm excited about showing the new work. 
like nobody might come because they might oh it might be cancelled because of coronavirus well, yeah that's true <laughs> well, you can't and then, that. And then all this work back. or like maybe i suspect that they won't cancel it because then they would have to give the money back but the event will, will still come. happen and nobody will come i mean you know but last year it was brexit i mean there's always something free masks uh, free masks <laughs> free masks and, and hand sanitizers <laughs> instead of definitely no bowls of shared nuts <laughs> you you always you can find a way but but what you need is just the de- you don't need to have the answer of how you're going to get there no. you need to have the determination to work hard at whatever it is you do and if you fail at it to try a different way i think that's the thing i think there's a, it's a resilience thing of finding an alternative yeah. and you know the other night or the other day when i was thinking and worrying about surrey and you know it's worse now because there are people watching i know <laughs> could be really <Yeah>. bad <laughs> and also because we yeah we announce these things so i know we everybody listening to this knows that you're doing that and in october everyone will know that we're in manchester i know and if i and i've not done an art fair and i thought about that the other day i thought oh if i have a big flop yeah it's not like before where i could just not mention it to anyone and yeah. carry on no now I have to say, but then we'll do an episode about having a big flop. Yeah, and then I just kind of think, well, if nothing sells, at least then I'll have all this work, then I'll look at other avenues, then maybe that would be the time to approach galleries, yeah. find a space for hire, do something independently, team up yeah. with somebody else. There'll yeah. be something. Can't yeah. I can't work that out, and I don't need to work that out now because this is first. You need to have the paintings yeah. in order for anything else to happen. Yeah. Yeah, this is first. Oh, so, Alice's dog we... keeps following us around the house. Such a sweet little dog. She wants to go for a walk. So, we should maybe Shall we we go to the studio. Yeah, so get in the car and see how long it takes. So, off we go. Driving in London. I can't believe you do it. What, driving in London? Yeah, see, I, I never minded driving in Manhattan. Easy peasy. Because it's a grid. It's just straightforward and everyone drives like a mad person so you just drive like a mad person as well and it's fine but one-way systems and I, I won't even drive in Leeds or Manchester the idea of driving in, in London yeah, just but then if you've learnt in London yeah you just you yeah do it, don't you? but even the other day you know driving back to kind of towards where we used to live when I was growing up it's nice I you know you go past oh I remember where my, that's where my friend yeah. lived and you have certain routes that you know and then sometimes when you find an alternative a new route you're like oh I've worked out a clever way through but usually like when I came at the weekend it took me 11 minutes I think to get here but that's we'll have good. to see what the traffic's like today this is what I now that I'm living the country whenever and I used to drive every day to work in bad traffic in New York but now I'm not used to it and when I come out into a city I just say to Phil how does anyone do this I don't know how people just we just went to Bolton for a film a few weeks ago and that's not a particularly big city and queues everywhere we went we couldn't move I know, just to get through town whereas at least on public transport you're moving I, I've yeah. quite enjoyed I actually you know the issues with the roadworks forcing me to go by tube it's been quite nice because i read books i listen i yeah. make notes i edit photos i can do things with my time and it's that kind of space between home and studio yeah, yeah. it's just when you're carrying things you know 
there are there are times when I'm afraid a car is still what we need. How long does it take on the tube? About 45 minutes. Wow, so you're having to go so, and, and on, on a different route yeah, then? Yeah, that's because there isn't a direct yeah. go out and then back again. Right, here we are then. We've got the same Rauschenberg and the same Diebenkorn book. That's weird. It's interesting, isn't it? Which ones did I choose to bring with me? Yeah. Not all of them, just some. Got to have some. I've got to have some books and sketchbooks. Love, love, love. Pinboard? No, no, that painting. Oh, there. That's very different. Yeah. They're all very different, aren't they? They're looser, aren't they? Yeah, they are. That's really different. That's and the one I'm not 100% sure of. And yet it's still you. They're still you, but they're different. This is like the loosest parts of some of your paintings. Yeah. All in one painting. Yeah. That was Same the... for that, but then it's got, that's got the graphic bit still. That's almost got no graphic bits. This was done as a pair with with that one there but actually now i've decided that they work better independently so those that's the ones that i've just ordered extra frames for love that so i like the imbalanced composition on that one. Oh, they look great alice they really are a big jump in a different direction aren't they do you want a sugared that chickpea have you ever had a sugared chickpea before no there's a bin over there. <laughs> if I need to throw it away. No. If it's sugared, it'll be fine. <laughs> Whatever it is. Oh, very nice, I like that one too. That's like... That's right. also another pair. Shall I do that annoying thing where I tell you why it is that you paint? <laughs> <laughs> Underneath there is a painting that's about three years old. And I thought I, I couldn't get it working and I couldn't get it working. And then I thought I have to conceive of it in conjunction with another one. Yeah. But you can see how the edges are already have yeah. already been previously painted. Yeah. What I love about these, very selfishly, is they're making me feel better about my messy painting stuff. Because <laughs> they're making me feel like well, they're if Alice says it's okay, it's okay. Like they go. I love that the looseness of it. They're really soft, and I know that's what you were wanting to get more of. Yeah, and they really are. Like these are just, they're really, they're doing my head in a bit. Because they're not you, but they are you. Imagine it's what like it's seeing, doing to me. It's like seeing another side of you. Let's put the heat on, shall we? And it's not even cold in here, but it isn't that cold it's, it's not that cold, but it does get a little bit. It does, it does get cool. So, the things you said you wanted, yeah. large areas of fluid paint. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Limited colour, I'm not sure. Well, flat colour sections. Some. Yeah. I think this, the kind of, I haven't got this yet. 
this level of kind of purity and covering things up. Um, that, you see, that one is the beginning of the bright yellow one. Oh, is it? Yeah, look, back in my home studio. Yeah. That's not you. No. Is that what you imagine? Yeah. You'll put big sheets of paper that's, on canvas that's and work kind that of way. Aspirational working big in the studio. Yeah. Thing. Colours. I don't know. I want to go back. I'm looking forward to going back. And again, I'm still not incorporating so much of this. I want to go out and do more photography like this. This is. Um, I don't. It's just more spare, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and this, this little, just, just this, the way things are cropped, this has been on my mood board for two years. Right. And I still haven't got to that stage of purity, I guess. Well, these have gone looser. These are quite graphic. Yeah. But these have gone, well, softer and looser. That one's quite, that's got big graphic parts to it. I think it's, I it's the divisions of space, right. isn't it? Like, if you come closer to this, there are, Lots you know, these sections bits, yeah. of softness. Yeah. But when you come back from a distance, you've basically got one side, which is pale and smoother and, you know, has got these bright parts. And then this, from a distance, looks like a single dark. But yet, if you come close to it, yeah, there's all then that it isn't. There's all that in it. So we're getting there. That feels like that's almost in between where you would what you were doing. Yeah. And, and these to me. I like that's more recognizably you than those two. If I saw those two drippy ones, would I know that was you? I don't know if I would. Well, maybe that's why they're still sitting on the floor in this state of is this finished? Yes, I don't think they it are. Is. They're not, they're not finished yet. They're not ready. No. I don't, and I don't know if it's because they're not finished. At the moment, oh, I feel they're just not finished. They're so different. I really, really love those. But would you call them finished? Yeah. Would you? Yeah, I would. Yeah, for me, not yet. But they are very different for you, so it wouldn't yeah. surprise me that you would feel like, no, because it, what's finished is always up to us, isn't it? It's not up to someone else. No. Someone else can love it, but if it's not you yet, it's not going to... But I think particularly that half of it. Well, again, it might be, excuse me. <coughs> it might be an issue of me trying to get it to work as two pairs. Whereas if you start to see them as independent paintings, when I look at that one on its own, that feels like it could be finished, yeah. and that feels like it could be. But maybe they just don't actually work together as one yeah. whole. So maybe that was an experiment that didn't work. What did you have two together? I didn't ask for about these. Uh, those struck me only because they're so different. It's like, wow. But this is, but again, if you look at all this part, this is very similar to what's happening. Yeah. But what makes it feel so different for you? And the colours are you. These colours are you. But not this. But no, and it's, the, it's that pink that's different, but it's also, apart from that. They're much lighter. There's no straight line. No. In that. And no. there's none in that. No. And that's what, a, a straight line is what I think of when I think of you. 
I think of a mixture of loose and scrubbly and straight lines and that's all soft. It's very like modern Turner. It's got that. <laughs> put that <laughs> put that in your uh, uh, blurb on your flyer. That one's very exciting. That was the one again. That's really different. different. It always looks dark. When I say they're really different, though, people listening, they're not. They're not so different that it's like you suddenly started to paint bowls of apples and and in a really hyper representational manner. They still abstract. They still got all the things that you do, the scrubby bits and the, but they're different. They've just moved on. They've just moved. It's just next stage stuff, isn't yeah. it? But I think it's all so intangible until you start doing it. And I don't, I don't think you can predict any of it. Like I've got, I need to go through my camera roll and find all the early versions of these ones. Where I think I posted them at one point on Instagram and somebody said, oh, it's done, leave it. But it wasn't for me. Yeah. And again, you know, people could look, I think I took one home and Paul said, well, that's not finished. <laughs> but it is for me. Yeah. So, yeah. This is very interesting. This is another halfway one to me. Yeah. Halfway between what you were doing and what you're doing now. The X is coming in a lot. X is something that was in printing five years ago. Right. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. partly an Anthony Tapier thing. Um, There's lots of... I like... Again, this is you, but not you, and I'm trying to think of the words for it. So you always have overlayering colours and bits showing through from prior things, prior layers. But there's something about the way this is done that's different. Maybe it's because you've left that bright, or maybe it's the looseness of this and it's not I think so I've graphic. been trying not to tidy things up quite yeah, so much. I think that's maybe what it is. Yeah, and this was the starting point for that one. Like really letting... And it's funny because I thought that I hadn't actually changed this a lot. I just... But then the other day I found how it looked last summer and I have I just kind of I always think of it as I don't know why I always think of it as like ladies with corsets yeah it's just that kind of tightening into place somehow yeah. um and last summer it wasn't but that's how long it's taken that's a year I've been working on that it's not that, all the time is that a meter or is it bigger that's a meter it's hard to tell in here because it's so big everybody I know it's these ones are diddy diddy little ones Love. Isn't it funny how you go into a room and there's one painting in the room that you absolutely love? Is that one done? Yeah. Uh, that one's done. That one is yummy. That one's done apart from the finish. I don't know whether to put a big orange pit there, but then I decided not no. to. No. Oh, that one's absolutely yummy. Some not. Phone's in process. Right. I'll see so you we later. Have to go. <laughs> Tucking that one into the bag, yeah. are you? <laughs> that yeah. one and that one, buying those two together and putting them up somewhere yes. together would be beautiful. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? How do you get that? Summer's pairs. Yeah. And they just work that way. I love that. I love how you just start and then 
each one just becomes its own thing. Yeah. And some go fast and some go slow. That's got this nice texture on What's that? Is that collage stuff? Yeah. Collage and torn off, I think. Yeah. Like a pattern, though, in there. And then it's like the other... I, I, this has been so close to being finished for a long time, but this was just too dark and too heavy. And then the other day I just brought something back a little bit lighter and it's just lifted it enough from that corner, I think. Yeah. I don't want to put lots of other things everywhere because yeah. I want you to see like this transition space. Yeah. yeah that's a gorgeous. They're all the Right, we're supposed to be talking about um, storage and useful things. I think this is interesting for everybody, though. <gasps> that one as well. I think I saw that one. Online. Yeah, that one. I think that. I put that one on Instagram. Ah, uh, maybe that's it. Yeah. So yeah, and that just orange one. That's so hang. different. Yeah, that was an end of day. You know how you yeah. do that thing in yeah. the last ten minutes where you think, oh, yeah. And then I came in the next day and I was like, oh, actually, quite like How that. are you going to choose from these? Well, I didn't show you my plan, did I? No. Well, you kind of showed me a little bit on the computer. Well, this is basically it. I've got eight metres. Right. I've got eight metres. So it is a five metre spread, which is this wall. And then I've got a metre and a half either side. So that's enough for one big painting yeah so that's the plan really is that this painting is on the left hand side wall then we have this and then we have that on the right so this is kind of a hang yeah this is kind of how it's going to be and I'll put some of those small ones underneath there and some that size by the time they're framed up underneath there and they'll be over on the left hand side and then there'll be a row of vertical dun -dun -dun, small ones coming down there yeah but, you know, if you've got a big painting, you've just got to go for it because it fills up all your space pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to just have one and one and one and not do any vertically stacked. But then, which ones do you not show? Yeah. It's, it's a hard call. And all of these ones at the back, you know, these, these are paintings in waiting. Yeah, so you're not going to include no. these? No. So... Let's just have a little look so everybody can see the general mess. Look, none of this has been tidied. So this is how it is. Hooks. Reminders for forgetful people. Uh, dog blanket that she's not that happy with. So then I have the working space. I have those photography lights down there. This supposedly was desk space, but actually ends up being propped painting space. So then I... Or new trestle tables. So I have been using these to lay out all the mid-sized ones on. A um, couple more over here. I rather like this one. Yeah, it's a bit messy, but I rather like it. Yeah. Essential radio. <laughs> and this yeah. was this was supposed to be the two armchair sitting this is where we should be sitting discussing things oh and cozy, cozy two chairs well i had to move them for the table so oh. again you know look look it's a huge space and it's full of stuff already yeah and then round here we have more stuff oh isn't that good see i you won't don't. have space for that because it would take away from my painting 
space, but that is lovely. Yeah, I think painting space is a priority. Yeah. I'm, I'm only keeping these because I've got the space to put it in. Yeah. You know, all these cardboard boxes, at some point probably I'll go through them and decide, like this one, that's so wide. I'm not going to use that for actually... Yeah. But I do like to recycle all of all the cardboard. But it's excellent having the storage for painting too, too, when you're done. Yes. Well, that's the idea. The ones you do bring back if you go into somewhere Clear them else, out of your visual space. Yeah. And all of this stuff, you know, when things come back from framers, yeah. keep it because yeah. you can reuse it. You don't want to have to buy any of this stuff. I've never bought any bubble wrap in my life, have you? I bought a big roll. Did you? I thought it was a small roll. When it came, it was like bigger than was me. It? One of those ones that fills her. And I brought it out at Open Studios to wrap a painting up and the man who was buying the painting said, oh, you were feeling very optimistic. Yeah. Right. Hello. So we just should say hello. Oh, no, look. Can we say hello after I've, I've been able to look in the mirror when yeah, I dried my hair? Right up here. And I'll go like this. Hello, everybody. <laughs> anyway, we thought it would be fun to do this together while we're here, but it's been... It's a bit wobbly, and the sound is probably shocking. Yeah, and you might not be able to hear us. But we will share some photos. I'll take some photos too. Yeah. So that yeah. you can see if you don't want to watch the wobbly video. Oh, everybody would be so jealous if you saw this place. You'd be so jealous. It's amazing. But, but it's, we were just saying in the car on the way here, I was saying I used to drive around this area. When, when we moved into our house... And like, there's a place up here that cuts stone for the kitchen and it was cheaper to come direct than it was to get it from the kitchen company. And the builders made our, um, our kitchen cupboards anyway. And I came up here to the stoneware and I just always loved these kind of industrially buildings. Yeah. And I was driving around and saying, oh, I don't know, there's just something like, oh, what's in there, what's in there, what's in there? Uh, but it doesn't feel cold or empty or industrial in here. It feels... What, have you not seen all the rats by the bins? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was didn't tell me that when I said I'd come here. <laughs> they are there because of the restaurants, but... Do you ever see them in here? No. Okay. No, no. Okay. No, no but it feels it warm and it feels light and it feels... Yeah. Just a really nice space to be in. Feels like my space finally now. Yeah. It's taken a while. But it is interesting it's how not you that can long though. Six months, five months. Yeah, I mean a year ago you were happily painting away yeah. in your bedroom. Yeah. Spare bedroom and now yeah. you've got all this. Yeah, these are these are it timber, smoothly, doesn't just these are timber fence posts. Right. Really cheap. And then there's metal brackets under there that hold a piece of wood timber that goes left to right that this sits on, on all four sides. He'll work it out. I mean, you know, he'll have his other way of doing it. Okay, and as we fade off into the chatter distance, we hope that you enjoyed that. I know that it's a little bit frustrating and perhaps we should have done better to have a, a video so that you can see exactly what we were talking about but there will be further images on both of our websites so louisefletcherart.com and alicesheridan.com and lots of the paintings that we're talking about will be at Surrey Contemporary Art Fair which is the 13th to the 15th of March and you can find the links and the details for that on my website.
So thank you for being with us again this week. And also, I just want to thank you. I did a post on Instagram saying that we were just going to record this conversation and hit me up with any ideas or questions that you had for us. And we had so many responses to that. So we have got lots of ideas for future episodes. Next week, we have a special interview coming with you soon. So we're trying to kind of keep these different and varied. But for the moment, that's it from us this week. We'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Everyone warned me if I came to London, I was going to get coronavirus. No, this is staying up till two o'clock okay, in the good. morning virus. <laughs> so look how many, look how many flowers you have. Damn sad compared to what we have up north. Oh, we've just got daffodils beginning to show as if they might come out, like little shoots coming up. You've got daffodils. You said that's a camellia. Yeah. What's this thing? Oh, this that's thing? amazing. That's something called an abutilon. That's and already flowering. It flowers all the way through. It's supposed to flower May to September, but look, here we are, February, and it's got flowers on. Um, we will have images for some of them um, on the... Wait, the dog's having a scratch. <laughs> so what that is... Do you know what? I wasn't recording any of this. So I hope you have got it. I'll check it in a minute. Oh, I am recording. It's automatically recording. Oh, no, that's on your end. I'm. Maybe I'm seeing. No, I've stopped recording. <laughs> <laughs>